episode is entitled Chairman Meow and Rank the Quay. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Tyler Yoakum. You've entered into the underground. Hey, welcome. Hey. It's New Hope Underground. <laughs> it seems really like cryptic and dark, you know, which is like the opposite of what we are. I guess it is. Maybe we need to change it again. No. Well, maybe we'll we can it. never settle on a good opening. Yeah, it's just there's, we haven't found anything that's just completely us. Our music is good. At the yeah, beginning. Yeah, our music is good. The the guy that does the voiceover for us at the beginning is good. We pay a lot of money to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The British guy. Yeah, it's a real guy, isn't it? It's not the computer. Uh, no, not at all. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> uh, Amazon Web Services. <laughs> Uh yeah no we'll have an we'll get an intro by season three we'll have this figured out um yeah maybe yeah for sure maybe not yeah that's true we could still be working on our intro by then it'll be season like fifty four and we'll be still talking about <laughs> what should 54. we do for the beginning <laughs> oh my gosh how old how old will I be in fifty two years well let's see the rate we're going we're doing like two seasons a year oh are we okay well that's, so yeah so we still feasi- be it's feasible we'd still be alive. Yeah. Stay tuned for season 54 when we have our intro nailed down. You'll have to come over to the to the home that I'm staying in. <laughs> Bring <laughs> the, the podcast set up and... <laughs> yeah. Take my teeth out and we'll go for it. Oh gosh, yes. Please. Hey, welcome and we've got a great show for you today. Yeah, we Of course, do. we always have a great show, so I don't know why I say that. Yeah. It's like, why even set people up for that when they know what to expect at this point, how great it's going to be. He's Darren, some, he's Darren Hanson. I'm Tyler Yoakum. What else do you need? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. We've got stuff with Tyler, of course, like usual. Oh, man. And we've Can't got wait. a spotlight with Laura Arney today. Oh, the Laura Arney. So that's going to be good. Yeah. And, and another seven list that I've come up with. Okay. So it's two in a row for me. So you gotta, we're keeping track oh, now. Shoot. You're supposed to come up with one. Yeah, I need to come up that's with okay. seven things. You know, you know, it's new. We'll okay. give you some time. Yeah, let me ease into it. You're kind of that kind of guy, aren't you? I, mean, I kind need, of ease into stuff. I need another example from you to really grasp <laughs> what a seven list is. You know what? If you have too many examples from me, you're going to be a spoiled man. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> there will be no list left for me to create. <laughs> so anyway, did you know that October 29th, which just passed, was National Cat Day? Gross. It was National Cat Day. I mean, and someone came up with her. Uh, there was a uh, a company of some sort that, for for on behalf of National Cat Day, put out this the results of a poll of what is the number one cat name, you know, that's given to a cat, right? Uh, in America in 2019. Okay. And the winner is Poppy. Poppy. I know. I I just was kind of like, what? Huh. There is a movie, that Trolls movie. What's it called? It might just be called Trolls. I think it's just called Trolls with uh, Justin Timberlake. And the main girl troll's name is Poppy. So maybe Was that have to do with the cats, do you think? I mean, yeah, maybe name... enough kids have watched that movie and me. Kids and myself have watched that movie and maybe they're all naming their kids, their cats Poppy because of it. Well, let me tell you some of the other names that made the top ten. Okay. Okay, you've got Poppy, number one. Bella was number two. Which makes you think pop culture again, Twilight yeah. and all that, but that seems kind of old, but right. anyway. And then you have Molly, Tilly, Daisy, Lola, Millie, Rosie, Luna, and Lily. Wow. A ton of women's names. Yeah. Female names. That's the top Feline, tip. female, I guess. Fee, yeah, fee, feline male. What happened to the boy cats? Are they just the alley cats? Are they, people aren't 
people that want boy cats. They Are, want tomcats. Is that a list of just top names, not top female names? Yeah, popular cat names in 2019. Number one was Poppy, which could be, Poppy you know, could be able, yeah. unisex. Then you've got rounding out the top ten, Bella, Molly, Tilly, Daisy, Lola, Millie, Rosie, Luna, and Lily. Well, I love the name Daisy. So a couple of things crossed my mind as I was reading this. Right. Number one, who are they polling exactly? <laughs> Sixth grade girls? Because that's that's all I can think of that would name their cats anything like this. Right. Well, I, I would assume most households, if you have a young kid, you let the kid name the cat, right? Is that a thing families do? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. You but you let know, your kids name I your did. Animal. And I was going to talk about how some of the unique cat names that we had over the oh, years with yeah. my I'd love kids. to hear them. They're not on that list? None of your cat names? None of them. Not wow. one of them. Because we never named a cat any of those. You're a, mi- you're a minority. That's why I'm guy. trying to yeah. ask, like, who are they polling? How, and how come I never get to be a part of any of these polls that are out there? <laughs> no one ever calls me and asks me, what are you watching on TV? Or, you know, what did you call your cat? Or right. anything like that. Yeah, it I is, never get those questions. It is interesting. The amount of polls that they put out, you'd think you'd be a part of one by now. So, yeah, but in order to say, you know, like in some sort of factual way, like they are in these articles, that Poppy is number one, don't you have to have a bigger pool of answers? Because I wasn't asked, you weren't asked. Right, so, and neither of us have a cat named Poppy. No, neither neither of us really even have a cat. Right. <laughs> but the point is, is that you would have to have a lot bigger control group, I would think, in order to make some sort of factual statement that it's the most popular name in 2019. I've never met a cat named Poppy. I hope to never meet a cat named Poppy. If I do, I'm going to punch it in its little cat's face. No, that was too far. We're going to talk that about too far. We're going to talk about cats here in a little bit more. But I tell you what, I wanted to tell you some of the names I had for some of our cats because I think they're pretty unique. Okay. Yes, I'd love to hear them. <clears throat> okay. Here, my my all time favorite cat. Not only name for a cat, but my all time favorite cat that we ever had. Okay. His name was Chairman Meow. <laughs> you know the Chinese great. leader Mao Zedong. Yeah. I mean, uh, from back in the day, he was a communist uh, leader. Right. And his name was Chairman Mao. That's yeah. what he went by. Yeah. So this is Chairman Meow. That's an interesting uh, source to pull your cat's name from. I know. A communist Actually, ruler. I got it off an episode of Psych. But anyway, oh. <laughs> I really love that name. We also had some other names for our cats over the years. One, one of our cat's names was uh, Gary. Oh, yeah. And he was named after SpongeBob's snail pet. Yeah. Gary. Oh, I love Gary. Uh, Murray. Bill Murray? Uh, no, just Murray. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure what he, I don't think he was named after anybody, but he was a big black Persian cat. Murray. One time we trapped Murray, uh, we heard him meowing out of a, one of our dresser drawers. He got trapped in a dresser drawer for like three days. <laughs> oh, wow. I know, he didn't That's care. That's a really long time. He didn't care. It was pretty yeah. cool. Uh, another cat we had was named Frankenstein. Oh. One of the kids named. Okay. I like that. I think it was Reed when he was little, named one of our kids Frankenstein. <laughs> Found out it was a female cat. Oh, that's a long name. Another one was named Pejo Stojakovic. Come again? Well, he was a basketball player back in the day. He used okay. to play for the Sacramento Kings and the oh, New Orleans Oh, yeah, that, and, that one. Yeah, and uh, we called him Pejo Stojakovic. We had a bunch of cats, and we named him after all sorts of uh, Sacramento Kings basketball players for some reason. <laughs> uh, one was named Vladi Divac, and another one's Pejo Stojakovic. Another one was Chris Weber. We called him C-Webb. That's awesome. Holy cow. Uh, then we have, I had two cats at one time, and we named them Smuckers and Skippy. Oh, like the peanut butter and jelly? That's right. That's good. That's really so good. we had some good names for cats yeah. back then. I don't know why. See, and I wasn't asked for this poll. Right. Yeah, you would have really diversified the, the results, I feel like, if they would have come to you and asked about your cat Yeah, names. it's not like any of my names would have appeared on the top ten or anything. Right. 
but I wouldn't have been voting for Poppy or <laughs> Bella or Luna or whatever the heck that is. Quick side note, if you happen to have a cat named Poppy, you don't take this personally. Or do, I don't know. Is is this a is this like a very personal thing? No, I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here like slamming the name. I have a dog named it. Daisy. It's okay. <laughs> Daisy is one of the names on the list. On the cat, the cat list. list. Yeah. Which I didn't name her and I don't know if I would have well, named her. you know what? We had a dog named Daisy. Yeah. I don't know if I would have named her Daisy, but I'm, I mean, I'm glad she is now. You know, she's a Daisy kind of personality. Maybe I should rephrase this. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't mind. You call your cat whatever you want to call it right. or your dog. I'm just saying that. I just don't think this poll was very fair. That's all I'm saying. Your yeah, your your assumption is that they didn't wi- widen the net enough on yeah. Because I think names. there are some other people out there like myself who have some other names. I think are a little bit more creative. Right. In fact, our seven list a little bit later is going to be the top seven creative names that I think you should name your cat. Oh, that's perfect. Well, okay. So if you're out there and you have a cat named Poppy and maybe. It's okay to change cats' names. I don't know how. You know what? And dogs, you want to keep the name Poppy? Go ahead. Right. But maybe add this name like a nickname oh, or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'll give you a creative nickname. Wow. Stay tuned for that. So I'm not going to use the ones that I I already use, like Chairman Meow, and but I've got some new ones that I've never really got to use on a cat. Yeah. But I want to someday. I'm into that. Are anyway, you going to get another cat one day? I don't know. My I we got people in my family who are allergic now, so uh, we don't we can't really have one. But I like cats. Now I know you don't. That's right. been obvious from your comments in this short short time frame. Well, I found those two kittens, and then yes. I remember last time, and then I got, I got I found them a new home. You did, called Rachel and I, Rachel Moore. Let me, me guess, they were they, you named them Poppy and and Bella. <laughs> yes, uh, that's what we were going to name them. Had we kept them, actually, we were going to name them Salt and Pepper. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, we had gotten. Pretty... You mean like the uh, the rap act, the two girls? Yeah, <laughs> Salt in Pepper. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or Peppa. Peppa, salt, yeah. salt and Peppa, yeah. uh, was what we were gonna name him. But actually, uh, we found a home for him, and that's the the best news is that we are not keeping these two kittens. So now let's talk about dogs and cats. Okay. Now I, I've got a, I'm just gonna throw this out here, and you're probably thinking these are fighting words. Yeah, they will be. But I like cats better than dogs. You get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I knew this was this is where it was going, so I thought this is gonna make for good this radio. Is, this is the last show. Good podcast our, right here. Our relationship is over. <laughs> so tell me. You know, let's let's lay out the debate. Yeah. You tell me why you like dogs so much. Um, I don't feel like I need very long. They're nice and cats are not. That's the the long and short of it. That's I, a really general statement. I I've known some mean dogs and some really nice cats. I've never met a mean dog and I've never met a kind cat. And maybe <laughs> that means I need to get out more. Maybe maybe that is a personal issue of my own. Small but. sample size. Like you're, you're probably yeah. the guy taking this poll on I'm you. proving your point right now. Um, no, I just, I want an animal that I feel like is engaged with me on a, on a very relational level, and I don't feel like cats provide that. I don't want an animal that I feed and buy toys and treats for and then they're only there when they want to be but the majority of the time they're off doing their own thing that drives me crazy i want a dog that i have to tell to go and let me have some space because they just want to be on me all the time you know what i mean you want that i want that like there was about a 45 minute period yesterday where i was laying in bed while my wife was getting ready for work and my dog was all the way on top of me this is like an 80 pound golden retriever where she was 
like on top of me with her head like on top of my head sleeping and that's just all i want and I you're just, all about that i'm all about that just give me oh, that 24 7 see i am the, the exact opposite <laughs> we have a chihuahua and if he's touching me in my bed i don't want to have it i don't oh, want him touching no. me i don't want him anywhere around me you don't want him sleeping on your no, pillow no next no to you. no 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 and that's a chihuahua <laughs> let alone a 80 pound golden retriever or whatever you said. Right. Yeah. No, I like, I encourage her to share my, how much is she, my pillow. How much does she weigh? Um, she's like 78. 78 pounds. pounds 70, yeah. 80 pounds. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But, nah. and see, I like cats because of the fact, and I, I know that I'm out there because most guys don't like cats at all. Right. But I, I like cats because of the fact the things, reasons why you hate them. <laughs> I like the fact that they do whatever they want and they're arrogant. I like that. You love that just yeah. entitlement that they just come with. I could with. leave for like a week and, and come back and they're like still there like whatever. That is that is they a don't huge care. that is a huge pro for cats. I feel like if we were in a stage of life where we had kids and we're traveling all the time and we're leaving and stuff, we would a cat would be a lot more enticing in that regard. Like we're leaving for just this weekend for 4 days and I coerced my parents into taking time off work to stay at my house with my dog. So that she wouldn't be alone yeah, see, for a long period of time. Cats, you don't have to worry about that whatsoever. That's I true. even had the two cats, uh, Skippy and Smuckers. We lived in Germany at the time. They lived in a seven-story bow- uh, apartment yeah. with a balcony overlooking the city. Yeah. Really pretty. And the cats loved to play out there on the balcony. And Smuckers would sit out there on the ledge of this balcony. Aww. And one day, one of the cats went after him and he went over oh, seven no. stories down. I went over to, I told my wife, don't look, I'll look, you know, I figure it's a mess down there. Oh, no. He's running around. Are you He's serious? fine. Fell seven stories and I found him like shaking and he's a little scared underneath my car. Are but you serious? No, I am totally serious. He's and there was fine. this guy that lived upstairs from me. Yeah. He said, all that happens all the time. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Wow. He said, yeah, I have kittens and they get out on the, on the roof, uh, out the window and on the roof and they just slide off well you know i had that one is, he said i had one break a leg but the rest of them you know were fine. that is insane wow they are very dexterous yeah i'd like to see your dog fall seven stories i wouldn't you watch your well, mouth I, I i didn't mean it like that oh okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> i would never wish that on daisy i like daisy <laughs> yeah she's the best but i would never wish that on daisy but i'm just saying that right yeah cats are unique that. that way i mean no, that's good it's pretty crazy that's good you know you're you're right if anything this has been an eye-opening conversation in the sense that <laughs> Their pets are for made for different people, you know. Yeah. That's why they both exist. Yeah. See, we're, we're I'm trying to set up an argument, but what I'm coming what it's coming back to is no argument at all. We're just agreeing that we're different people, and so yeah. you need, you know you like different things about animals. You know this this opens another conversation, which we probably don't have time for today. But I had somebody uh, that listens to the show. I don't know if I should, Rachel Hilly. I'll say her name. I don't think she would care. And she said that she wants to hear more about our relationship and how we became friends and like how, how we know each other. Like you and me? At, yeah. As of oh. today. Isn't that interesting that somebody oh. cares about our backstory? Well, it is interesting. <laughs> that's just, that'd be a, that'd be a fun journey down memory lane. If we well, thank that. you, Rachel, but we're not telling you anything. <laughs> you stay out of our business. <laughs> that's our personal life. <laughs> we're only here to give you the bare minimum of ourselves. We will talk about cats and dogs, however, <laughs> and our disdain for each other's choices. <laughs> Well, we're gonna have to. We have to do that sometime. Yeah, we should like really think. Through. We need to plan it out. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time. You know like, what we should do? What? Let's do this. Okay. Let's let's make up like two stories that are false Ooh. and one story that's real. Yep. And see, you know, see yeah. if people can guess I how we that. really became friends. Yeah, we could put a poll out and people would guess. 
the way in which <laughs> our relationship was formed. Yeah. Oh, I man, I, I got stories in my head already the yeah. way they could go. Yeah, I mean, the ones that are true don't really seem real either, so it's like, how will they ever guess? I know, I know, people are not going to be able to guess. Yeah. We'll do that for you, Rachel, that's for sure. Yeah, thanks for thanks for throwing that out, Rachel. But anyway, get a cat. You know, or go adopt a, a cat. Or a dog. Yeah, get a, oh my gosh, can I say, can I make a plug for a dog that I please have no, do, please. no knowledge of if they're actually a good dog or not? Please Except do. All dogs are good dogs. There is a dog, and I think it's uh the Humane Society in Effingham named Willie. He's a he's like a, a coon dog, I think. Man, I, I wish I would have done more research, but I didn't know we were going to be talking about this. But he's been there for a year. He's been at the animal shelter for one year, and he's a good boy, and he's potty trained, and he needs a home. So go adopt Willie from the Humane Society and give him a home because he needs one. This message has been brought to you by the ASPCA and the Effingham County Humane Society. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Thank you. <laughs> now, I, I, you know, I think it's funny. I mean, I know how many people just love dogs, but they're just sometimes they just bother me. Wow, I'm just being honest. I don't, I don't get it. In fact, it, I get so much anxiety around dogs because I feel like I can't pet them. Not because like really? I, they're too close to me or something. Like if I see a dog on the street or just like anywhere and I can't and I feel like it's in a situation that I can't approach it and, and like pet it I get like anxious really about it. yeah now see I I don't think I'm I'm not really the opposite I mean it's not that I don't like dogs I mean I'll pet them and I don't, I'm not like yeah. scared of them when they come up or right it's nothing like that I don't have those kinds of anxieties we've had dogs all my life right I think that's maybe it I've had dogs all my life and yeah. just kind of like you know you just want to change yeah and I, and I I like cats just because you know they do a lot of weird stuff. They hang out. They they always climb up on my Christmas tree and knock it down. It's they are fun. interesting to watch. Granted, yeah, so I've never owned a cat for a very, like, I don't think I've ever had a cat for a period of time. But these kittens, having them for a couple of days, it was interesting to watch them, like, interact with the world around them. And it was funny. They just wanted to be around Daisy so bad. Like, they would keep making advances towards her. And she was so scared of these kittens that she would, like, run out of the room and, like, just kind of side eye him the whole time, making sure that they didn't get too close. But it was just really cute. Because so let me ask you, Tyler Yoakum, what yes. would Jesus do? Would he have a cat or would he have a dog? I think he'd have two of everything. <laughs> is that what the Bible? That's teaches? a safe is, way is, is out. That, there you is go. That what the Bible teaches us he'd have two elephants and two everything. You know what's really interesting in the Noah's Ark story? It talks about seven of a of a kind of a lot of those animals, not two. Really, all yeah. those child Bible stories lied to me. Well, I th- there, there's still the two, but I think there was seven of, I think of some of the animals that they would actually oh, eat. Oh, gotcha. They would eat. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But, two by two was just for the reproduction purposes that came yeah. after. Yeah, I think there were some that, I'm not sure all of them were just two. Anyway, it's kind of interesting when you go back and read the story. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, which dogs and cats, you know, the re- reason why we have them is because of Noah's Ark. So really, this that. is this is a thank you to Noah. <laughs> and uh, why did you why did you save the cats? Let's man? turn this into a biblical conversation. <laughs> what would Jesus do? What kind of? I think he'd have a cat, no doubt. Really? And uh, I think he would just say, "Hey, I like the dogs. I created them and stuff, but stay over there." I think Jesus lived. I think Jesus lived without sin, so therefore he would not own a cat. <laughs> hey, we have a good time. We have a good time bantering back and forth. And uh, welcome to the New Hope Underground. Now, hey. I do have to talk to you about this real quick. We are going to be having some uh, Q&A that's going to be featured on bonus content here on New Hope Underground coming up real soon, hopefully by next week or the week after. But if you remember our panels and flannels day yes. we had last Sunday, a week ago, 
we fielded a lot of questions. We had like 66 questions that were asked uh, that were submitted to the church. And so uh, we've been trying to figure out a way. Uh, we only had a short time of 45 minutes, 30 right. to 45 minutes on a Sunday to try to answer a lot of questions. We've tried to figure out a way of how we might be able to spend some time answering a lot of the questions that didn't get answered on that Sunday, or at least attempted. I, I should say attempted <laughs> to yeah. answer. Cause that's the best we can do. Uh, so we're going to try to do that on uh, some of these uh, bonus bonus content times through New Hope Underground. So make sure you listen and uh, look out for that. And make sure you're subscribed. Those updates. Because if you're not subscribed, you won't see when they come through. And That's right. And there will be bonus episodes. So they won't be the once a week thing. They'll be in addition to this. So subscribe at newhopechurch.cc slash listen. Click on your favorite podcast app and subscribe from there. And there'll be some Q&A on our sister program, GL Talk. Ooh. Also. Now, that'll be part of the actual podcast, whereas on New Hope Underground, it will just be bonus content because we do not want to get away from From talking talking about things like dogs and cats. (laughs) Anyway, you ready for another great show, Tyler Yoakum? I'm as ready as I possibly can be. Meow. Stuff with Tyler. Stuff with Tyler. Hey, stuffers. Welcome back to Stuff with Tyler. It's the part of the show where I tell you some stuff. And as you know, on this season of Stuff with Tyler, we have a segment within my segment that we do every week without fail. And it's called, How Will You Rank the Dennis Quaid's Best Films in this Bracket-Style Tournament? Ooh, bringing back Dennis Quaid. I mean, yeah, spoiler alert, if you missed last week's episode, we talked about Randy Quaid, and that led us to Dennis Quaid, and it just really had me thinking, what is Dennis Quaid's best film? He's in a lot of them. He's in a lot of movies. Um, I have my own opinion which one is number one. Well, we're about to find out. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's Quaid Vimber, which means it's time to take a stab at ranking Quaid's best films and seeing which one will be crowned best Quaid. So uh, just for a little background, Dennis William Quaid was born in... 1954. He's an American actor known for a wide variety of dramatic and comedic roles, first gaining widespread attention in the 1980s. Some of his notable credits include Breaking Away, The Right Stuff, The Big Easy, Inner Space, and Great Balls of Fire, and many more. Now, none of the titles I just mentioned will be in the running for Best Quaid because I have never seen any of them. So this tournament will only include Quaid films that I have, in fact, seen before. Okay. So there's a chance that your idea of the Best Quaid film will not even be a part of this. Well, come to think of it, I don't think I've seen any of those either. Okay, good. (laughs) Good. Yeah, there's actually quite a few Quaid films out there that I've never heard of before. So, uh, Darren, are you ready to rank your Quaid? I'm ready to rank my Quaid. That sounds dirty, but I'm ready to do it. (laughs) Sorry, I should have ran this by someone before I, I put it together, but here we go anyway. Um, again, so this is a bracket-style tournament, and in being somebody that knows nothing about sports, I have no clue if I did this bracket right. But Oh, I'm I mean, sure you did. I, I think, isn't there like something with like a high seat and a lower seat or something like yes. that? Yes. So if I would have done this right, I would have looked up like the Rotten Tomato scores. and You picked, would have seated them all, yes. Right, and I didn't do that. That's I, all right. I seated them with what I thought would be an interesting comparison. But well, you uh, seated them according to Tyler Yoakum's scale. Exactly. And so let's go ahead and start. Darren, rank your Quaid. No, I feel weird saying it. Dang it. <laughs> I was going to do it <laughs> No, let's go for it. Come on. Go for it. Rank your Quaid. All right. The Day After Tomorrow or The Rookie? I have not seen either one of them. Are you The Day After Tomorrow is the disaster film? Where he's, I know what, the, I know oh, what it okay, is, but I, and I know what The Rookie is. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to go with the fact that it's almost a cult classic now is uh, The Rookie. 
Okay. Yeah. I, so I'll go with that. Again, I have seen all these. Now, Rookie, I haven't seen in a while. but uh, I guess I shouldn't say whether I've seen them or not because then that really biases the whole thing. So I'm not going to say that anymore. <laughs> so we'll just assume I'm that you've seen I'm just going to rank my Quaid uh, very knowledgeably here. <laughs> all right, Rookie. Next, uh, next, next matchup here. Yours, mine, and ours or a dog's purpose? Yours, mine, and ours. I had to assume that after this dog conversation. And it's a remake of an old film. Oh, is it really? I believe it is, yes. All right. Here's mine and ours. All right. Here we go. Uh, now, these I did kind of put together just because they're both like the Christian Quaid. Because, you know, Dennis Quaid's been in a couple Christian films. And oh, so, I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so these will be the the Dennis Quaid Christian films going head-to-head early on in, in the category. I Can Only Imagine or Soul Surfer? I'll go with Soul Surfer. Okay, Soul Surfer. That's the one where the girl loses an arm, and I think he plays the dad in that. It's been oh, he didn't. It's been a while since I've seen that. How did she lose the arm? From a shark. Oh, yeah. She he doesn't play the shark. <laughs> he does not. He's not play the shark. Christian shark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a Christian shark, obviously. I think. Uh, I think Carrie Underwood is in that. Do you know who really? she is? Yeah, She's I know the who American she is. Idol yeah. singer. Sure. Yeah, that was like her first and last ever movie. Because I think how it's funny how you kind of feel. You know, throw that out there and fuel me out. Like, you know who she is? Because <laughs> if you said no, I was gonna be like, yeah, me either. Like, I don't, I don't know who <laughs> Carrie Underwood is. Um, and lastly, in the first round of the bracket, um, this is our curveball matchup of the week, sponsored by New Hope Mom Life. That's right, New Hope Mom Life is back with another sponsorship. Uh, are your kids driving you quady? Do you sometimes feel like you're in a parent trap, unlikely to make it to the day after tomorrow? Well, I can only imagine. You may feel like it, but I promise you that you are not the rookie. And parenting, much like a dog's purpose, is all about encouragement. So tune in to yours, mine, and our favorite podcast, New Hope Mom Life, each week where Lindsay Sturkey will soul surfer her way into your hearts and lives and Footloose. That was great. Hey, thank you so much. Um, so yeah, New Hope Mom Life. He was in Footloose? Hey, that's our that's our that's our last one. Oh, here. okay. Okay. <laughs> it's the new the new Footloose. Um yeah, so the last bracket is the parent trap and Footloose. Definitely Parent Trap. Okay. He was, I think he was the preacher in Footloose. And then now, Footloose. the one movie that I think he was fantastic in, you don't have on there at all. Oh, no. What was it? Frequency. See, I saw that one come up as like one of the more popular films he was in, and I never Jim saw Jim Caviezel? I also, Great movie. Oh, shoot. That's okay. You could have worked that into the uh, Mom's Life thing, Mom Life thing, too, like uh, with greater frequency. To listen to this with great frequency. Oh, that's good. Go. Yeah, I should, I should add That's it. right. I'm just there throwing was, that out there. There was actually one film that I didn't add, and I wish I would have from him, called Vantage Point. I don't know if you've ever seen it. He was like a Secret Service agent, and I think the president got shot. I know what you're and, talking about. Yeah, and he was like, he like went back, and anyway, it was a great movie. Uh, okay, so on to round two. All right, here we go. It's, like, it's a quick one here. Um, the Parent Trap. Or Soul Surfer. The Parent Trap. Ah, that's the right answer. Goodbye, Soul Surfer. Sorry. No, it makes sense. Lose an arm and you lose the contest. <laughs> oh, wow. Too soon. It's kind of rough. I think, I think it was a pretty old movie, actually, so it's okay. Um, yours, mine, and ours, or The Rookie? Ooh. I'm going to go with uh, Yours, Mine, and Ours. Mm, that's a good movie. Classic Quaid, you know, being that dad. But I can see what's coming next. All right. So this is the final round. It's a quick finish because, you know, I didn't see that many Quaid movies as I thought I had. Um, We're looking at The Parent Trap or Yours, Mine, and Ours. Which is interesting because both of these are remakes. Yeah, that is interesting. So I'll go with The Parent Trap. 
Wow. I had assumed from the very beginning Parent Trap would take the win. But really? I just, I just didn't know. Yeah. Because it's a classic, you know, Lindsay Lohan two times. Right? Isn't oh, she she's in it? Yeah. She's the she's the twins. I've never seen She's. It. You've never seen them? <laughs> no. Have you seen any of these Quaid <laughs> <No>. movies? <laughs> Not a one of them. <laughs> I saw, now I saw the originals of The Parent Trap, you know, and... Yeah. Well, you promised me because you made it so that you'll go watch The Parent Trap starring Dennis Quaid. Sometime I shall, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Because you just chose that for all of the underground listeners, what the best Dennis Quaid Go watch is. The Parent Trap with Dennis Quaid. Yes, please. He's the dad. What's funny is, so while I was doing this research, pretty recently actually, and this is sad news, Dennis Quaid got a divorce. And oh, I think, it, I think it was his third marriage or he, it was a second marriage, but he's and I didn't read enough, but he's either dating or he's getting married to a 26-year-old Wow. Woman. And he's, what did I say, he was born in 50, 54? He's a lot older than me. So yeah, he's, he's older than... 60-some, yeah. right? Yeah, and so he's marrying a 26-year-old. Also, Dennis Quaid has real-life fraternal twins that are the same age as the twins in the movie The Parent Trap. And really? he shares custody with their mom. And so it's it's starting... And, and the 26-year-old is a businesswoman, just like the woman he's per pursuing in the parent trap and so there's a lot of eerie similarities between dennis quaid's personal life and his role in the parent trap maybe he's one of those character actors and he just can't get out of the oh, character no he's just constantly pursuing a real life he's parent trapped trap. oh this he's is parent trapped this is spooky if dennis quaid does not take this opportunity to like make this a horror film about being parent trapped I don't know what he's doing with him with you his life. Put him, you can now put him in the same category with Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix. Wow. You know, the people who have played the Joker. Character actors, you know. <laughs> Who've played the Joker. Who played the Joker. And Dennis Quaid. Who <laughs> <laughs> played the Joker. <laughs> now, before you get on to anything else and stuff with Tyler. Right. There is one thing you said we would come back to this week and we need to. Okay. And I did listen to all of the Kanye West Yes. Oh album. my gosh. I was going to move past it thinking you wouldn't do it. No, I did. Okay. I listened to all of it. Yes. While I was working out. Okay. And uh, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. I there's one song, there's a couple of songs I liked more than the other ones. And I honestly I couldn't tell you the names of the songs, right. but I it's it's when it's a little bit more true rap. Mm, yeah. Comp some of the other songs are a little bit, you know, not as much, but there was one song though, I have to be honest that really annoyed me. Okay. You know that sound you get when you open the door? Yes. With your car, and it's like, ee, ee. He, do, he has that in the through a whole song. Right. And it's like, it's already annoying. It, or like when your seatbelt isn't fastened. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yep. I know exactly your the song keys in, Your keys in your ignition, your door's See, open. I, I hate that sound, but I love that song. That I have to kind of put that sound aside because I just think that song is so cool. It's I like, did like the song, yeah. but it was hard for me not to get past that because it's mm. so annoying to me in real life. Right. It is It is a really annoying sound. But And I thought, oh. did he record that from like a car? <laughs> it sounded like he probably did. Or was he, it just on a, that I thought sample? it was just a sample or something yeah. like on a keyboard. Huh. Well... I really appreciate that you went and listened to the whole. It's only like twenty-seven minutes long. Oh, it's worth it's, listening to. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a good album. It seems it's. Yeah, I mean, he makes some pretty uh, on-par claims. Like it's not like he's making these outlandish gospel claims that aren't backed up by scripture. Chick Fil A songs a little odd. Yeah, that was I think him just really, just really trying around. to align with the Christians. You know, oh, he's yeah. like, oh, Christians love Chick Fil A, and I'm a Christian, Close so for Sunday. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's saying his saying his wife's is Chick Fil A. That reminds me when we we talked about Christian toys. 
and having the, the Chick-fil-A oven, like the Easy Bake yeah, oven. Yeah, yeah. But it's closed on Sunday. It doesn't work on Sunday. <laughs> it doesn't Sunday. work on Sundays. <laughs> That's incredible. Actually, speaking of Chick-fil-A, this was not part of my stuff with Tyler, but um, so uh, do we talk about on the podcast Popeyes? They're bringing back a they're bringing a chicken sandwich back out. They announced it. it no ran, way. So they have a chicken sandwich that they're competing with Chick-fil-A, and they sold out of it really quickly when they first introduced it, and it was gone for months. Well, this past Sunday, November 3rd, they brought it back for good, for Sandwich Day. Yeah. Is that sa- was that Sandwich Day? November 3rd, yeah, it was Sandwich Day. Oh. And did you hear about this? Chick-fil-A sent out this huge thing about a special they were having on Sandwich Day. Then they realized after the oh, promotion no. that they're closed on Sunday. Oh, no. I didn't hear about that. That's crazy because Popeye's, some of their marketing that they did for this sandwich and bringing it back on the 3rd was in direct competition to Chick-fil-A saying, well, hey, that was smart. Yeah. They're, hey, we're open Sundays, so come to us for the sandwich. Anyway, so I broke keto and I ate it. I ate the sandwich from Popeye's and it's delicious. It's not, I, I would say Chick-fil-A is better personally. That's my opinion. But if you're in the mood for a chicken sandwich and you live in this area and you don't have a Chick-fil-A like us, you know. Get yourselves a Popeye's chicken sandwich. When we talk food and we're talking about how great it is, we should we should just label it kind of as an adjective. The adjective should be good enough to break keto with. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. If, if, if we're talking about it and, it and it's good, that means that we were willing to give away all of our morals for it and just dive in. And that's what I did with this sandwich. So anyway, it was it was great. What else you got for stuff with Tyler? Well, we're gonna. This is gonna be a long episode, so I'm gonna make it quick. Basically, we're hiring, and we need volunteers. If you were with us this past Sunday, those were two things that we shared from stage. Uh, one is we have a couple part-time positions: an administrative assistant and a babies and toddlers coordinator, both at the Effingham campus, um, that we'll be hiring for. So you can learn more about those. Uh, check out the job descriptions and apply for the role at newhopechurch.cc/jobs. Also at our Effingham campus, we have some urgent volunteer needs right now uh, with greeters, ushers, and then with our New Hope Kids ministry for specifically for first service Sundays. So if you are not serving and would like to get involved on a Sunday here at New Hope, you can go to newhopechurch.cc slash urgent to sign up to volunteer in one of those roles. Hey, spread the word. That's it. And that was Stuff with Tyler. Stay fresh. Cheese bags. So this is the second ever seven list, Taoyokum. And here we go. Okay. Last time, our first seven list was about Halloween costumes. Yes. Okay. This one, this seven list, since we've been talking about cats and dogs, these are the best cat names ever. Okay. In my opinion. Now, I want to exclude the ones I already used for my cats. These are ones I wish I would have used mm. or haven't used yet. So seven great names for cats. You ready? So these are fair game. Anyone out there? Can yeah, and they can be used as nicknames. If you want to keep Poppy, go ahead and keep Poppy. I guess, but right, I right. it would be cooler if you just not name it Poppy at all and name it something <laughs> like this. Ready? Okay. Number seven. Are you ready? Yes. Cat Pernicus. Oh, like you know, like the astronomer from way back when. Cup Pernicus. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great if it was an outside cat that was always looking up at the stars. You know. Yeah. Cat Pernicus. Cat Pernicus. I like it. Number six. Kitty Purry. Kitty Purry, like Katy Perry. Fun fact, I was doing trivia last Friday, and one of the questions was, what was the name of Katy Perry's 2010 album? And I got it right with Teenage Dream. Way to go. Thank you. Way to go. That's good. That's good. Both names so far have had purr in them. Yeah. Capernicus and Kitty Purry. I didn't even think about purr for Capernicus, but it, it yeah, is in there. Yeah. you. I mean, Capernicus. Subconsciously, you're Kitty including, Purry. You're including purr yeah. in them, yeah. 
Okay, number five, Notorious C-A-T. <laughs> what do you think of that? It's really like uh, rappy, you know? Yeah, like Notorious B-I-G. Yeah. Notorious C-A-T. I like it. It's like, it's a very... That's if you got a cat that looks like he's coming from, you know... From the alley. A rough past. Yeah, <laughs> a rough past. He's making a name for, <laughs> for itself, yeah. He's an alley cat, Notorious yeah. C-A-T. Number four. Okay. Kitson Churchill. Kitson, uh, Kitson, sorry, I said it wrong. Kitson Churchill. Of Winston. Yes. Oh. Kitson Churchill. Like Kitty. I mean, yeah. you, you, can you imagine calling for that cat? Here, Kitson Churchill. <laughs> okay. Especially if you use the last name every time. Number three. Yep. Cat Sajak. Yep. The guy Hunt. from Wheel of Fortune. 100% bought in on that. Cat Sajak. Yeah. Can I buy a Val cat? Now, I, I bounced between Cat Sajak and Cat Damon. <laughs> but went with Cat Sajak. Yeah, you could turn a lot of famous actors yeah. <laughs> or famous celebrities into Cat if they have a name that rhymes with it. Sure you could. Okay, uh, number two. You ready? Yep. Number two. Catnip Everdeen. Ooh, Hunger Games reference. Hang- oh. Hunger Games reference, Catnip Everdeen. Catnip Everdeen. And the number one unique cat name. Here we go. The Great Catsby. Applause sound. That yeah, that's good. That's like a that's a really like prestigious cat, you know. If they're named Great Catsby, I tell you what, when he, you hear on Underground us pulling out quotes or book titles from F. Scott Fitzgerald, you know that we're happening. Yeah, you know that you've come to the right place for a, a good balance of knowledge and flair and just a good time if we're yeah if we're, i love the name the great catsby because it's like it's not it has an adjective in there right it's not just it's like a title yeah and a name all at the same time yeah you're like complimenting your animal every time you say their name you're also saying showing that you're well-rounded as an individual that you read i think that's and, impressive. and if you don't think he's great you just call him catsby Right, yeah. It's still yeah. a good it's still a cool name. If Catsby does something wrong, you say, Hey Catsby. You don't say but but then if you're like, Oh, you're a great you're great Catsby, that's like, oh that's great. You know? <laughs> anyway, that was the seven list. The spotlight is now on. Please welcome Laura Arnie. Hey, welcome to the spotlight here on New Hope Underground. We haven't had a spotlight in a while. Spotlight's an opportunity for us to sit down with somebody, usually on staff, and just get to know them a little bit. And I wanted to introduce you to someone new here, Laura Arney. Hello. Not that you're new. I'm not new. <laughs> but that it's new to the underground audience, right. if you will. How do you feel about being on New Hope Underground? I'm a little nervous. Are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I, I know. I mean, we're, get, we're getting so many downloads and we're global now. There so I understand go. why yes. your voice is going out all over the world. So I understand Thanks. why you'd be yeah. a little nervous. <laughs> but welcome. Thanks. Hey, so Laura, where are you from originally? I grew up in Charleston, Illinois. Yeah. Hey, that's where I live. That's right. That's right. Right, Actually, right down the road from where you live is where I grew up and went to high school there and then went to Eastern. So that's where I was till I got married. And you're, you're a teacher or a retired teacher now? A uh, retired teacher, yes. I taught um, three years of special ed in Western Illinois and then 31 years at Altamont grade school. I was a, mostly a second or third grade teacher. I bopped between those two a little bit and did some other things over there, but retired a year and a half ago, and Larry and I are loving retirement. Well, Larry's your husband. Yes. How long have you been married? 
35 years last wow. July. And he's, he also just retired from right, teaching. Right. We retired at the same time. So it's been a great year and a half. Now, what did he teach? High school business at Dietrich. Okay. Yeah. So you got, were you guys in the same schools basically for most of your career? We were, yeah, he was in Dietrich. I was in Altamont. And, uh, but our first three years, we were in the same building over in Bluffs, Illinois. So we, we got to teach in the same building, but it's been, teaching was a great career. I loved it and loved teaching and. Well, that's awesome. But retirement's even better. <laughs> now you've got, you've got a couple kids. We do. We have two boys. Landon is 29 and he lives in St. Louis. He's an accountant and he's, he's married almost to Megan. 30. He is 30 in February. So oh my coming goodness. up quick. And then Logan, he is married to Christina and they are, um, living in St. Louis right now. And so, yeah, two great guys and they have great wives. So that's great. Hey, there you go. You can't beat that. No answer to prayers. Now, what exactly do you do here at church? What is your, so, your staff function? My if you staff will, and function title. is fourth and fifth grade coordinator. So I oversee the fourth and great fifth grade ministry. I've been doing that for the last several years. Before that, I worked in children's, so mostly K through five for a while, then through the fourth and fifth grade. You got promoted. Profile. I did. I finally made it out of that <laughs> You spent 30-some years with second yes, and third graders, and then now you're yes. worth fourth and fifth graders. <laughs> That's right. I love working with fourth and fifth graders. When I worked with the younger grades, I just loved that, loved the team, loved the kids, and... Um, now, what do you love most about fourth and fifth grade? Fourth and fifth grade, I love the questions that they have. They are a uh, part kid, but they're trying to move into being a little more grown up. But it's funny to see the growth in them because they're very squirrely, but then at the same time, they have some amazing questions. They come up with things that um, really challenge me even to, to think the way that they do. So they are so much fun, and I... I um, am enjoying each moment with them. It's a lot, it's a great group of kids. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Now I have to ask this. Yes. You spent thirty years, you said, teaching second and third mainly. Right. Do you ever run into like some of your first students? Oh, oh yeah. And how so, old are they now? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> We, I do have a few. They, some come to New Hope. Melissa Lorton and her sister, Laura. I had them as Oh, students. wow. You got some New Hopers yeah. that used to teach. Greg Sidwell is one of mine. He's a New Hoper. And so, yeah, those are some of my, my former. They've got kids of their own that are almost grown. Or, yes. Yeah. Uh, some second generation there. So, like, with Greg Sidwell, I had him as a second grader, and then I had his two older girls as second oh, graders. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's got to be a neat experience, it though. Is. Yes. Seeing yeah. everybody grow up. And it is pretty. I know as a youth pastor, you know, I, some of the first kids I had are, you know, probably, I don't know, their 40s. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Makes you feel old, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. I know. Seriously. But anyway, so what are, like, you and Larry, what are your, some of your favorite things to do? Just hobbies, messing around? We... We have done a lot of traveling this last year. We've taken a oh, lot of Oh, that's right. To, yeah, yes. we've done a whole bunch of travel. You went to Italy? Time. We did go to Italy. We had a foreign exchange student 13 years ago. And so we've said for 13 years we're going to Italy. And so all six of us, our two boys and their wives, and Larry and I headed to Italy last wow, July. Wow, can't beat that. It was once in a lifetime. It was very 
fun. It was fortissimo, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, I have my, I'm not sure what that means. My, that's the only Italian phrase I know. My Italian is not <laughs> great. It should be better than it is. That's okay. You say ciao. Ciao. You know, there you go. That's about. That's all you need. That's all. What I else do you know. need? That's so, and spaghetti. <laughs> you know. Mamma mia. <laughs> so you guys love to travel. We love to travel. Yeah. What? Any other hobbies? We we camp some. We have not camped as much lately as we we have, and we spend. You're a lot retired. Time. You're supposed to be I able to know. do whatever you want whenever you want, right? No, we've been just <laughs> life just gets in the way, and I I must admit I'm a little. If the weather's not just right, I if it's too cold, I pass. If it's too hot, I pass. So there you go. A small window. You got some choices. To, you get some choices you can make that you don't. You know, getting up in the morning, I don't have to go to school anymore. Right. Finally, got out of school. Right. So that's good. So, yeah, we enjoy time with our family and have spent a lot of time with Larry's side of the family. And so, yeah, we well, that's great. enjoy hey, life. One more question for you mm-hmm. before we get on to our two-minute drill, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh. But uh, one more question, and that is, how did you come to faith? How did you come to know, know Christ? Right. So I always grew up in church. I forever, with my parents in Charleston, we... Um, we're always in church, and I, when Larry and I got married, we were always involved with church. Um, and I, when Landon was in about fifth grade, I believe, he went to 180 with a friend, and he, he came home fired up and was super excited about what had happened, and we had felt like it was maybe time for a change, so we came to New Hope, and I will tell you that I always feel like I walked by faith, but I know that my faith has grown so much since we came to New Hope that it's a lot more about the relationship. And and so our our faith, my faith, really grew once we came here and, and we began really living it, not just going to church and thinking we were good, but realizing that it took more than that and that Jesus wanted a relationship with us. So I... Um, our faith really grew once we got here, and it continues to grow daily. Well, that's awesome, and I'm sure fourth and fifth graders challenge you to grow. Definitely, you don't know yourself. <laughs> yes, they. Sometimes do. you're the one that gets more out of it than they do. You think? Yeah. Yes, when you teach a lesson, you learn more than any other way. So I've learned a lot through working with the kids. Well, that's fantastic. Hey, Laura, thanks for talking to me. Thank you. And get ready. Are you ready for the two minute drill? I'm ready. Bring right, it on. Here we go. The two minute drill begins now your all-time favorite animal penguin sci-fi channel hallmark channel food network or cartoon network hallmark for sure how your husband proposed to you in a neighbor's front yard (laughs) not romantic but hey it worked it did what language do you wish you spoke italian hey I, i thought that might be it Seven-day Disney cruise or a seven-day African safari? Disney cruise. Okay. One thing you wanted, I'm sorry, one thing that you warned your boys about girls? Marry a Christian. That's a good one. Best aroma ever? Chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I have to agree with with you on that. Your favorite Thanksgiving food you make sure you have every year? Noodles. Oh, me too. My mother-in-law made the best noodles. Oh my goodness, yeah, my grandmother. Yes, oh. my mother-in-law's noodles. I, I can't repeat them, but I try. Yes. 
choice of event with a hundred fourth and fifth graders? Six Flags or a lock-in? Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> Not staying all night, huh? No. Hire a cook for a week or a maid for three days? Maid for three days. Childhood nickname? Dives. Dives? My maiden name was Dively. Nice. So Dives. I'm, call, I'm so calling you that dives. from now on. You had to pick another career other than teaching. Ministry? <laughs> Awesome. That's fine. Vocational ministry? Yes, I think so. Okay. Now this one, I'm going to give you a list of things and you're going to answer with one of these two phrases. That's for me or get out of here. Okay. Got it? Got it. Ready. Spending a lot of time in a jacuzzi. That's for me. Footlong corn dog at a carnival. That's for me. Reruns of Full House. That's for me. (laughs) Oh, you're a little bit tentative. (laughs) Always on Facebook. That's for me. Horseback riding. That's for me. Used to do that as a kid. Be on a game show. That's for me. Read for four straight hours. If it's the right book, that's for me. Ballroom dancing. Oh, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You got all sorts of uh, interest, apparently. I do have a lot of interest. Well, hey, thanks for doing the two-minute drill. That's all there was to it. Not too Not that scary, huh? No, not too scary. Thank you. So we've come to an end of another episode. This has been a lengthy one. It's been a long one. When you and that's get, fine. When you get us going about cats and dogs, you don't know wow. how long it's going to go. Watch out. Yeah. It's never ask us about this. Otherwise, you'll never leave. I mean, think about it. all the content just in this episode. We got dogs <laughs> and cats. We got Kanye. Yeah. We have uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. On uh, Rank My Quaid. On Rank My Quaid. We've got all sorts. Of, we had all sorts of stuff. We had uh, Laura Arney. Showing up, you know we, yeah, we've got it rocking and rolling right here. Yeah, you can't find this anywhere else on the internet, even if you wanted to. I, I really have to talk about this. Check out our Instagram. Yeah, go ahead what's, pull a, what's pull our over. Instagram? Pull over in your car right now. <laughs> go ahead and close out of the. Go ahead and get out of the podcast app. Don't fully close out of it so you can hear my voice. Uh, go to Instagram. Go to the search tab and search New Hope Underground. All one word. That's our at name at New Hope Underground. And give us a follow. Find it. Like some of our pictures that we have on there. Now, what is going up here real quick are some pictures of Tyler Yoakum with his puppet, me and, with my puppet. Now, yeah. these puppets aren't just puppets. They're not puppets, guys. They're custom-made puppets. They're custom puppets of our faces and bodies on puppets. It's Tyler Yoakum, the puppet. If you and have Darren ever, Hansen, the puppet. If you've ever wondered, maybe you have started listening to this and you don't know who we are or you've never like seen us in person because you don't go to New Hope or whatever, and you wonder, what do we look like? Well, we'll do you one better. We'll show you what we look like and we'll show you what our puppets look like over on our Instagram account. That's right. So you'll see pictures of us with our puppets and then a little bit of a video that you can watch of our puppets doing the podcast. Yeah, little do you know that a lot of these episodes are actually recorded by our puppets just because we don't have time to do these every week, and so we actually um, employ our puppets. To, so it gives you a little bit behind-the-scenes yeah. video of what the podcast is like. And the cool thing is these puppets were made custom by your mother, actually. She, she did. Has a, she she has made a business. Them. 
Well, we're getting ready to start one. Which is the coolest thing. These are like yep. the first ever custom puppets by this company that they're starting. Um, and so, sorry, I know you probably weren't planning to plug your family, but it's, oh, that's just, all right. well, it's so cool that I want people to know. Like, I've had multiple people ask me, where can I get a custom puppet of myself or of somebody that I love? And so... It's going to be up and running really soon. Yeah. So we'll come back and talk about it some more. I don't know if it's wrong to plug my business, but... Yeah, I don't... I mean... You can buy a custom-made puppet. You send us pictures. We actually make you a puppet that looks like whoever you want, yeah, like I somebody mean, in your family. Yeah, or, just judge it for yourself on Instagram, New Hope yeah, Underground. Great Christmas gift. I'm just, yeah. I'm just plugging whoa, that. I'm just whoa, throwing that out there. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what... And I want to give a couple shout-outs, because that's what we're about here on yes. the New Hope Underground. We talk about how New Hope Underground is behind the scenes here at New Hope, and then we talk about things like Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Which is very important to the Who back, doesn't attend here at New Hope, Hope at all. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But we uh, we do have a lot of fun talking about all sorts of things. But we do want to give a shout out to some, some people behind the scenes. We had Starting Point this last Sunday, which was, was basically a class that we have in the cafe. We have uh, free lunch, free child care for people that come. And you get a chance to kind of hear about New Hope, what we're about, the church, get to meet some of the staff, hear about our core values, what it might mean to join the church. It's really a good first step if you are attending New Hope or you've attended New Hope briefly and you've never kind of taken a first step to get plugged in. Starting Point is the place to start, hence the name. And we have a fairly new staff member that's been working with that, Amanda Emmerich. I just want to give her a shout out. She did a great job of putting that together. Yes, shout out Amanda. Does and she we listen? Do we know if she listens? I don't know if she listens or no. not, but she should. She should. Someone tell her to listen because yeah. we're say, saying her name right someone now. Someone say that we talked about her behind her back on Underground. She has to go listen to find out. She did a great job, and we have some other ladies that helped out with the food because they provide Joe's pasta. Yes, and Free, pizza. so it's yeah. pretty awesome. It's incredible. And so there were several people, I think a Teresa Babrick, and uh, Zoe Bridges helped out, and uh, Jan Johnson. Yep. So, great stuff. And then Tyler Yoakum, yourself, put together the video and everything that we needed for the slides for Starting Point. Did oh, a yeah. good job with that. Thank you. And it was great just getting to know people. We sit around talking a little bit. It is cool. Yeah, it's a cool opportunity because it's a lot of people that are relatively new to the church and maybe haven't made a connection yet, and so it's cool. One, just as a staff person getting to connect with them, and then two, just hearing what you know what brought them to New Hope or anything like that. And so some of them might be listening to this. Who knows? Hello. Yeah. And a little and a shout out goes to the Effingham High School football team who is still playing in November. Yeah, that's a in thing. In the playoffs. Right. That's a they thing. won their first round of the playoffs. They're on to the second round. They play Benton this weekend. So go hearts. Shout out to my neighbor who's on the team. And we got several uh, guys on the team from the church. Yeah. So I don't want to list them all because I'm afraid I'll forget somebody, but uh, right. shout out to those guys. Go Hearts. Go beat those Rangers, Benton Rangers. Ooh, Rangers. That's who we got next. And, Sounds uh, a lot more scary than Hearts. Tell you what, you win a couple rounds in the playoffs. You're getting inching closer and closer to that state state round there. So What happens then? You just like, you're just like You're the champion of the state of football? Well, they have, they have several classes. And if, okay. So they have championship rounds of every class. Right. So... If you win out, you become state champion of your class. Do you get to face the other classes? No. Oh, okay. So that's the end of the line. That'd be like Effingham would have to face a Chicago school, oh. you know, like a really big Chicago school. There, so Effingham's like a, a lower gotcha. class. Because sure. it depends on the attendance. I guess we could talk about this offline. I bet everyone else already knows all this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. You give me some football theory after the show. We're a wealth of information. Yeah. Yep. Hey, thanks for joining us on Underground. It's been fun, it's been real, and it's been real fun. Wow. Yeah, agreed. See you next week. 
fans and friends and listeners.